0: Hi everyone, I'm Casey and I'm Madeline, and welcome to another episode of MNC Become MTs.
1: Today we have with us one of our supervisors, Teresa Adamchik. She is an LPAT, LPCC and an ATRBC. Lots of letters.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> so she is one of the art therapists and a co founding member of Louisville Expressive Therapies. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Yes. Yeah. Could, could you go into explaining what those, those credentials letters, are? <laughs>
2: yes, there's a lot of credentials there. Um, the LPAT says that I'm a licensed professional art therapist in the state of Kentucky. The LPCC says I'm a licensed professional clinical counselor in the state of Kentucky. And the ATRBC is a nationwide art therapy registration. So um, like if I was to move states, I could have that registration to apply for like a license in another state if if another state has the license in art therapy.
1: If you move to another state would you have to get a different LPAT? Um yeah.
2: And it probably wouldn't it be called It would probably that. not be called that. It okay. would be something else. Yeah, there's um, there's like different ways to license art uh, therapists just like there are 50 different ways to license a clinical counselor hmm. and each state is different. So, interesting.
1: Yeah. All right, well can you tell us a little about yourself so we obviously know you're an art therapist but yeah anything interesting like where'd you go to school what made you get into art therapy
2: yeah um so born and raised in baltimore maryland which oh, i don't nice. know if y'all knew that yeah. or not but um moved to kentucky in middle school and it was not an easy transition I like bet. like so you know so I, psychologically, you know, I mean, I was like struggling, um, mm-hmm. but I was always loved art. So mm-hmm. I think when I was like seven, I wanted to be an artist. I just wanted to be an artist. Mm-hmm. So art kind of carried me through those difficult years. Mm-hmm. Um, so when I got out of high school, I went to Chicago first and did art school. What did you study there? Um, art therapy, film and video. Actually, oh wow, oh. yeah. No, I haven't gotten to the art. Oh, Art <laughs> the therapy was much later. Was more mature, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, but anyway, I tried it in Chicago. That was like super hard and yeah. like big city stuff. Mm-hmm. So came back here, fell into U uh, of L and the art program there. Got a bachelor's in art there in art, a bachelor's of fine art at U of L, and then like so after I graduated from that, I was like, well, what do you do with an art degree? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure a lot of artists and musicians can relate to that. Like now I'm going to be a working artist. Like
1: I hope crap, you get famous, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Right. not a whole lot of options. Um, yeah. So I was working at a grocery store. I was working at an art store and there was a little flyer on the bulletin board and it said, I'm, I'm a mom of a person with autism. And I'm looking for an art teacher for my son, and um, I was like, "Huh, yeah, that, okay." I kind of like heard about art therapy, read a little bit, but um, so I called and just started with him, and he was my first quote unquote client. Wow! And this was like before art therapy school. Um, so once I started doing that, and I can talk more about him and his yeah. journey. It's really interesting. He's like. World famous artist now. No <laughs> like, way. Yeah, he's, he's really he's doing really well. But anyway, I can talk. About him. Yeah. Um, so yeah, where was I? I don't know. Went so to art therapy that, school. <laughs>
1: so after you started working with him, you decided to go
0: study art therapy. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, pretty much. And that was yeah. the master's degree, That's right?
2: The master's program at U Yes, we have a good Mm -hmm. master's program in UofL. You'll probably find a lot of art therapists in Louisville. Because it was actually Mm -hmm. the first um, program Mm -hmm. in the United States, art therapy program in the 50s. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Founded by a lady named Via Lucibrink. So I I just happened to be in the right city at the right time. Because it was like, there's this great art therapy program just sitting right here, like right down the street from me. I was already living in Old Louisville, so I was just riding my bike down there, you know? So it was pretty nice. It worked out. Everything worked out the way it was supposed to. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) So So how many total years of schooling did you do starting in Chicago to up until I guess your art therapy degree or I guess your counselor's degree?
2: Yeah, it was four years of undergrad, one year of doing prerequisites, two years of a master's. so. What's that? Seven. 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 <laughs> wow. Seven years. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could do like a five year program. I've mm-hmm. seen some where there's like, you know, you get your masters and your bachelors mm-hmm. and your license after five years. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm really glad I got my, my fine arts degree. I, I feel like art therapists, music therapists should have like a fine arts degree, yeah. like have a, a working knowledge of like the art, media that they're going to be using yeah Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm a big
0: proponent of that so yeah yeah so yeah and you got your i think we talked about this before you got your lpcc at the same time that you got your art therapy masters yes correct yeah that's yeah Mm-hmm. Was so it a dual program? It was, yeah. It, it set you up to
2: do the sixty hours of counseling mm-hmm. credit that you need to sit and get the license in counseling. Now that that window was only open for about ten years, and now it's gone. Yeah, i heard don't do they, they don't that do that anymore. Yeah, kind of really stinks. Yeah, for yeah. Else.
1: Mm-hmm. that's interesting. So, what did? What is? What's it like going to art therapy school? Because obviously, we know what music therapy school is, but what are the type of things you learned in college? Hmm. Is that a broad
2: question? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably much, I mean, it was probably like your else program. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a cohort, cohort of like 11 people, okay. 12 people, some from abroad, some from here, you know, so that you got to know your people really well, you know, you're doing the art therapy interventions on yourself. So you go in and you you do the interventions, you're doing a lot of like self-discovery. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of crap comes up and mm-hmm. people are going through all kinds of stuff. Um, <laughs> like then we'll, we'll have maybe like a group class and everybody's sitting in like group therapy. So it's very, um, you know, hands-on, I would yeah, say. Yeah, that's cool. We're, we're, mm-hmm. we're doing a lot of art in the studio. Mm-hmm. And then processing it, learning how to process it with clients and then creating books of interventions, you know, little tips and tools that you guys do, you know, Mm -hmm. taking photos of things, writing stuff down to make it really easy for when you go out into the field, you have your book of interventions and you're ready to Mm go. And, um, yeah, I went to a lot of conferences. So I've met up with like other people in other parts of the world or I mean, they're all in the United States, but mm-hmm. still, it was really neat to just kind of be immersed in that world for a while. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And I was also working too. So, <laughs> you know, that, that brought me down to reality. I was working at dreams with wings, which is adults with disabilities. Okay. So that was like my, that was what I was used to working with people with autism, working with adults with disabilities. Um, I just I love that population. So okay. I was doing that a lot.
1: And what kind of population do you work? With? So you that's the population
2: you enjoy most. What do you kind of work with now? Well, now is you know, ten years down the road mm-hmm. here we're doing private practice. So we get a lot of kids, teens, adults, some adults with disabilities still. Mm-hmm. A lot of I mean I feel like I'm still in that world where people know feel me. Feel like and, you're not missing and you. find me. Mm, no. Okay. No, I still get a little bit of everything, which I like. That's
0: good. Yeah. And Dreams with Wings, is that where you met Julia and Emily? No, the job after that, which was Hazelwood Center,
2: which was right. like another, okay. uh, but yeah, you're right. I did meet Emily and Julia, my business partners now um, at Hazelwood Center, which is okay. adults with disabilities as well. Oh,
1: okay. Yeah. So yeah,
2: we all met in that world of like working with. Um, severe to profound, uh, IDDD to mm-hmm. intellectual disabilities mm-hmm. now. Um, and that was like a state run facility and it was kind of gross and it was just like, ugh, <laughs> <laughs> not, not a fun place. That's where I did my internship. That's where okay. I worked with Becky hunger, who was my, um, Supervisee, oh, okay. she taught me everything she knows, and we're still mm. friends and work together. She actually works for me now. Oh, nice. <laughs> wow. So Becky's one of our contractors, but she taught oh, me cool. everything at Hazelwood. Wow. So we all left Hazelwood and started Louisville Expressive Therapies. Wow, which Becky is where we're sitting too. now. Oh,
1: nice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep, that's cool. So small world. Mm. What would you say your favorite like type of intervention to use with clients is? um hmm. like we i know you hate glitter <laughs> <laughs> oh you're
2: good yeah yeah you're, yeah you're good yeah i i don't like glitter <laughs> but just looking
1: around the room now obviously yeah. you all can't see it but there's so many different types of art mm-hmm. so how do you how do you
2: choose gosh i mean it's hard to Okay, so behind us we have got a collage box. I, collage is kind of one of my go-to. Mm-hmm. I love collage. I love the prompt of, um, you know, just collage something that you're struggling with or collage your higher self
1: or mm-hmm.
2: collage, you can collage anything. And collage is like the using material, like pre-cut images, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and then, you know, doing that on a small card, the client can take that with them. They can also journal about it. We can talk about it, see what comes up. Um, it's also called like soul card, soul card, or soul oh, okay. collage. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's one of my favorites. Um, yeah, but then there's painting, there's clay, there's chalk art. I mean, we've done stuff outside. You know, mm-hmm. there's um, games that you can play with kids. Um, (laughs) jewelry making I do like doing that like where we um, make stuff out of like oven baked clay beads or jewelry things something that's like symbolic to the person Mm -hmm. they get to take it home with them Mm -hmm. Um, nowadays I'm moving more into music like I have my drums and Mm -hmm. electric guitar and yeah it's just the room serves as just inspiration whatever the client wants to do (laughs) <laughs> that's, basically that's yeah just let the client run the show yeah if they get stuck then I will throw out suggestions mm-hmm. like hey I learned this today or I mean I think that's where it comes in like what did you do this weekend you know that you can kind of share with them yeah you know like oh I learned this new technique or do you want to like put the needle felting or whatever mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm always doing my own artwork and bringing it in and kind of using it as like an example mm mm-hmm. uh,
0: that always kind of gets the creative juices flowing, so,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Do you feel like you have enough time outside of work to do kind of your own thing with art?
2: Um, you know, there's always that struggle, like, showing up to do your own artwork. And, mm-hmm. yes, the struggle is real.
1: <laughs> struggle because you have no time or it's just too much art? Because sometimes we feel like we do music hmm. all day, I don't want to go home and play music. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm tired of music for today. Yeah. So do you ever get that
2: feeling? No, not so much. <laughs> not so much. Well, I'm, I'm stoked when I get to do my own artwork. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah no. Um, but I kind of remember those days too. Yeah, and I feel like as Just you get older, walking. you get more balance, mm-hmm. more life balance. You know, more space opens up and you can fill that with your own Doing art. your own thing. yeah. 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 So I definitely make it a priority in my life. Like there's not many priorities in my life, but it's like my kid, art, art's up there. Like art is like <laughs> up there. Like kid, okay. first. <laughs> but then our husband, husband's third. So. <laughs> <laughs> Myself is up there too, you know. Yeah, always. of course. But like <laughs> home, art, family, there's not much else. Like a lot of social stuff kind of gets wet, you yeah. know what mm-hmm. I mean? You just get into that time of your life where you're like, I'm just doing my. Doing this is your own me. Thing. This is my thing. Yeah.
1: What so, do you enjoy doing the most um, with your own artwork? Is it like crafting,
2: building, painting, sculpting? Yeah. Um, the art, uh, painting. So these are like my animal paintings. Mm-hmm. You'll see around like the tiger and the frog. And you do a lot of animals. Lot. I do. Mm-hmm. They're going through an animal phase, <laughs> I think. But painting. Yes. Okay. I, I love to paint with acrylic. Okay. And oil paint and now it's kind of being you know it's more mixed media there's some collage in there too Mm -hmm. which is fun Mm -hmm. so yeah what's oil paint oil paint is um well all the think back to like renaissance painters like back in the day they all used oil paint and this just has this like quality to it that you can paint wet on wet Mm -hmm. and it takes like Mm. months to dry oh wow oh yeah so it's kind of old school Mm. it's kind of toxic which is why i quit using it because it just you have to use like linseed oil and thinners and
1: also definitely not something to use with clients yeah no
2: i definitely not use it with clients now we use like acrylic paint or temper paint because it goes down the sink easier Mm -hmm. faster clean (laughs) up and don't want to mess up this nice space and yeah, the, the plumbing. Yeah. So, yeah, we have to kind of cater our supplies so that we're not making a big, huge mess. Um, so, yeah. Okay. No.
1: Is there
0: a, sorry, what were you going to say? I was actually, I think I was going to ask. All right, then you were going <laughs> um, to So you were saying that you kind of let the client come in and choose what they want to do. So would mm-hmm. you say you kind of affiliate with a humanistic approach or do you have a specific approach that you affiliate with mm-hmm.
1: if there are different
0: approaches in yeah are, yeah no, you're okay. Right. Yes. Okay. okay yeah that yeah. should have been our humanistic. first question yeah
1: <laughs> right
0: yeah
2: what are what's your theory you know what's your theory and like it is humanism mm-hmm. you know i also like analytical which is carl young and all your you know, archetypes and collective unconscious, love that stuff. Uh, lately, I mean, probably as I evolve, like transpersonal starts to come into play. This okay. is, um, <clears throat> like using things outside of the body, you know, like source energy and like your inner self, your, I don't know, like <clears throat> that kind of thing, using like a higher power, like stuff like that. Hmm. There's a whole yes. movement out west yeah. of transpersonal psychology, so really? you might want to check it out it's fun. if yeah, you are drawn to that.
1: that. I've never heard of that, but that's really interesting. Yeah.
0: Hmm. yeah. So
2: anyway, so that's about that's it, it in, in a <laughs> nutshell.
0: <laughs> what are the other approaches for art therapy, art theories? Oh, God.
2: yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. There's cognitive-based, mm. there's behavioral Also similar to music. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's lots of different theories in psychology. I I would not, uh, yeah, I'm analytical, humanist, Mm -hmm. person-centered. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I like to see things unfold and flow Mm -hmm. a little bit more than maybe a cognitive behavioral Mm -hmm. therapist, which has a very, like, prescribed structure structure to it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that stuff's great, but it's not my thing. Mm -hmm.
1: So. Is there a specific person, whether it be like a supervisor or just an artist in general that inspires you or inspires um, your work?
2: <laughs> yeah, so many. I mean, I'm looking at Frida Kahlo right now, <laughs> you know, Frida, Bob Ross.
0: Everybody <laughs> um, loves Bob
2: Ross. Uh, love Ross. So, yeah, just the people who have gone, even musicians, you know, John Lennon mm-hmm. is here. I have a painting of him.
0: Oh, cool. You know,
2: um, The Beatles. Van Gogh, you know all the greats, mm-hmm. um, musicians too, for sure. Dancers, mm-hmm. I don't know anybody that's inspiring. Probably anybody that's a woman that has broke bounds or mm-hmm. had let had figured out how to lead a very balanced creative lifestyle. I'm I'm all about because I try to bring that into like my teaching, like clients. You know, yeah, so mm-hmm. it is possible to to have a creative lifestyle. Make space for it and use it as a tool for your own like development and healing so
0: yeah definitely yeah
2: so also going off of
1: inspiring people mm-hmm. um what clients so now i'm really interested to hear about that client so like clients can inspire you too can you tell us about mm-hmm. that your first ever client
2: yeah yeah okay so um his name is trent altman and uh i and he's a man living with autism and he's a painter and like he's making a living as a painter now, which is really cool. Um, He has his own, you know. I don't think he, he doesn't have his own gallery, but his artwork is in a gallery um, and in collections like all over the world. Wow. So he does these like giant paintings. They're immersive, they're textural, they're repetitive shapes and patterns. Mm -hmm. And when I was working with them, it was pretty small at first. But it just grew and grew and grew and grew. And, grew and he just dove headfirst into painting. And he, him and I would just make a mess. And we would just, you know, we would run out of materials. We would run out of space. We would just like, I don't know, we were just a partner.
1: It was a partnership, you know, and we wow. would make art
2: together.
1: And, and as, did he only start art with you?
2: Were you I, like... I was the first one that I got wow. to work with him. Wow. Yeah, so kind of nurtured that spirit in him. Wow. It, his I mean, owe a lot to his mom who became, um, she got her doctorate in like working in psychology mm-hmm. and working with people with autism. And now she shares her story and the path that she took with her son, you know, with like other families, mm-hmm. um, other moms and dads. And, um, so the work mm-hmm. she does is really great too. Jackie Marquette. Mm-hmm. So she, find her on the internet wow that's so interesting <laughs> but yeah Trent's awesome his his work is phenomenal if you go to any you know local art show like for instance St. James you can find him he he has a booth at St. James every okay. year which is one of our biggest art festivals yeah so it's pretty cool wow yeah he had a stamp done um like a nation mm-hmm. stamp United Nations yeah a stamp of his artwork so wow. like this is a big deal wow. like U.S. level, <laughs> like That's next awesome. level stuff, and I'm not taking any credit for that. I only worked for him <laughs> like probably you know, through art therapy school, and then we parted ways so about ten years, I guess. But you worked That's with still him for ten
1: years, or ten yeah. years ago?
2: The length of time I worked with him was about ten years. Wow, That would say. That's I'm amazing. just guessing, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you memory still, serves. Yeah, do you still talk to him? Like um, I, if I see him at an art show, like I will go up and say hi to everybody, mm-hmm. his family, and say hi um, to him. And he's mostly nonverbal, okay. you know. Um, hmm. But I think I think he still recognizes me. Like he knows who I am. I guess. I think um, he it's would. been a while. Yeah, the person so. who started his art Maybe. journey. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to
1: say? That's inspiring. You know? But yeah. So that's yeah, no, but
2: that that's one of the big kind of stories you mm-hmm. know but every day i'm inspired by my clients i have yeah. to say i mean they teach me i'm humbled you know and what they bring to the table like mm-hmm. um, the power to heal yourself you know just the power to move through something really difficult it's it is inspiring so.
0: yeah and even i think it's so cool how similar with music but also art Can really be used as a tool for people who are nonverbal to express themselves Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. really well. And I've seen that with a client at Peace too, who is nonverbal but is an amazing drawer. Mm -hmm. And he'll like stare at like movie cases and just like go copy the drawing. And it's like impeccable. Mm. It's so cool. He's like seven years old and an amazing drawer. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. Well, that will serve them well for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, so
2: just, I, if anything, you know, you just encourage people to do their art at home and just to keep going with it. Mm-hmm. Cause you never know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, if I knew what I know now, when I was seven, you know, painting faces, like who knows, you know?
0: But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So how's it been owning a business? Um, yeah. Challenging, but fun. Uh, worth it so
2: (laughs) you know worth it to get out from the system that was Mm -hmm. you know I think oppressive and clunky and now we get to like provide services a lot more effectively and we're able to like serve more people Mm -hmm. so I mean I think there's always a better way to do something and uh, yeah the state-run government was with the state run facility was not it. (laughs) There's a much better way to do things. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, we had a vision one day when we were like hiking, we were on like a little women's retreat, you know, with our sisters, just our little sisterhood and out hiking. And we're like, well, yeah, I think we could do this. You know, I think there's, we should try it. What was the hardest part of starting your own business? Well, learning the ropes, getting support, like finding support people mm-hmm. who've done it you know and mm-hmm. were willing to help us so like we used a small business association and we used um it was Spalding University or Bellarmine University I don't remember which one but it was like we got involved with like one of their small business classes or something and mm-hmm. like they helped us out a lot and
0: mm-hmm. I don't
2: know just <laughs> getting books from the library and like, but we never really faltered on like the vision. And like, that's what's crazy. Like, if I think about it now, I'm like, I don't know if I could do it again. But like, we were so, I guess, just like passionate yeah. that it just took over. And like, we're, you know, we all, we were all on board. So everybody was working towards the same goal. And I don't know, we just didn't quit like until <laughs> here we are. That's like, awesome. In our 11th year, I think. So, wow yeah wow 11 years yeah that's awesome I don't know something
0: about passion and vision mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. know pick that one for what you want you know yeah but. the motivation that comes from that mm-hmm. I guess is really powerful
1: mm-hmm. how is it finding clients as a brand new business how do you establish yourself as yeah professionals in that field
2: right Yeah. That's, I mean, that's tricky, you know, because you start off with one and you're like, well, that's not enough. (laughs) (laughs) We need a lot more. (laughs) Need a lot more. You know, and then that little voice inside your head is always struggling against you. You know, it's like, you can't do it. Or what are you trying to do? Keep your day job. Mm -hmm. That's a big one. So you have Mm -hmm. to like work over that, like, and just work nights and weekends and just hustle (laughs) and, uh, tell people what you're doing, you know, and if you speak passionately about something, if you embody mm-hmm. that vision, I think people catch on. And they're like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, like, you know, and so you never burn a bridge. Yeah. You know, you're always networking. You're always talking and being nice. <laughs> you know, I feel like that's very tiring.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we had a lot more energy back then. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like I said, it's, Could I do it again? No. (laughs) Probably not. But, yeah, we had a lot more energy back then.
1: How many years do you think it took to be, like, feel established in this role? Like, owning a business. You're like, oh, I did it. I'm here. Look at this.
2: Yeah. Probably (laughs) – I mean, I think me and Emily and Julia would say something different. Yeah. You know? Like, at what point they felt comfortable. Mm -hmm. But I didn't quit my day job until, like – maybe like oh okay i have to do the math in my head <laughs> 2013 hmm. so what was that i don't know <laughs> seven years ago seven years ago yeah
1: and so then- four years into owning a business you still didn't quit, you just quit your day job
2: no, I think it was more than that. Actually, okay. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm, I'm getting my numbers all mixed up. But no, it was, it was more like five or six, I would say. Wow. Yeah, until I quit the day job and was like, okay,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I have enough people that I can
0: be on my own. Mm-hmm. Were you doing art so. therapy somewhere else or was it a different kind of job? Um, always mm-hmm. art therapy. But when
2: I was at uh, Neuro Restorative, if I can say it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a clinical counselor role and a behavioralist role. Mm-hmm. But then I also did art therapy because it okay. always kind of like follows you, you know? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that was my thing. But I was licensed under these other things. Mm-hmm. So you kind of get plugged in, you know, where you can with that counseling license. And then you can do your art with it.
1: Yeah, interesting. So, but you don't get
2: paid for that. So that's that's, less
1: interesting. I mean, that's
0: like,
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I mean, that's the thing with like creative arts therapists. It's like, do you go ahead and get the license and then you can work anywhere you want? Mm -hmm. More doors open, but you might be in like a clinical counselor role, you might be in a social work role, you might be in a, Behavioralist role, yeah, and not doing the full on art therapy all day, every day, like mm-hmm. we do now, mm-hmm. where we get to be creative all the time. Yeah, that's that was the ultimate goal was like to get to do that all the time, mm-hmm. and the counseling license can kind of not be you know fall mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. But then there's insurance, and you can't bill <laughs> insurance without yeah. your counseling license or mm-hmm. another sort of mental health license. There's a lot of work to be done mm-hmm. anyway with like art therapy, music therapy to
0: get those things mm-hmm. and to get recognized. Work, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. So, licensure and all those licensure. things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Wow. Well, thank you for taking
1: the time to talk with us today. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, any last words, Madeline or Teresa?
0: I'm just appreciative of you being here and yeah. telling us more about art therapy and your life. Yeah. yeah. It's really interesting.
1: All right, well, thank you all. We will catch you all on our next episode. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye.